Hi, everyone. Welcome to a special edition of Talk More Talk, which is usually a solo Beatles video cast. There'll be some solo Beatles possibly here and there, but this is a more of a Beatles discussion because uh, my co-host and I are going to be discussing a big weekend that just happened. The first one after like it was like after two years of missing out and finally the third year uh, really got to do it. And that is the fest for Beatles fans, and we'll call it a recap. Uh, talk about uh, what happened and what we thought, and maybe some other surprises, uh, uh, special things. So first of all, a lot of you know me already. I'm Joe Mayo. I have a YouTube channel called Mean Mr. Mayo, uh, which deals with a lot of Beatles stuff and uh, solo Beatles stuff. So um, uh, I'm, I, I, I'll tell you as we get started that I regret that I couldn't go to the fest uh, every single day I was going to, but we'll get into that. I'm glad I did make it and rallied for Sunday. We'll talk a little about that as we go. I'll introduce my co-host now. Uh, first up, uh, I want to introduce somebody who has a Paul McCartney-centric podcast called Two Legs. He's one half of the Two Legs. He came all the way from Arizona to go to the Fest for Beatles fans in New Jersey, and it was his very first ever Fest you know, he a fest virgin kind of thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, and uh, none other than Tom Hunyadi. Hey, Tom. Hey, Joey, Kit and Ken. Yeah. And as they say, you, you, you never forget your first and I will never forget this one. So <laughs> yeah, I figured I put, I put you first, even over, right. uh, you know, That's the okay. usual uh, queen, of course, right. the queen uh, here, we have the queen of everything, the queen of beetle fests. I mean, if, and wow. And, <laughs> The list for, goes on. Best for Beatles fans, indeed. And she's got. She, look at the uh, background she's got. She's got the uh, the background is the yeah, fest, the, uh, the fest, the fest book background. And uh, you know she's got some books out there which I kind of memorize now. The titles, songs we were singing, guided tours through the Beatles, lesser known tracks, fandom in the Beatles, the act you've known for all these years, and Michael Jackson, FAQ. Very uh, all good. Stuff to know about, uh, the King of Pop. Boy, Very oh boy. Good. long titles, long titles. Uh, it's none other than Kid O'Toole. Hi, Kid. Hi, Joe. Thank you very much. Hi, Tom. Hi, Ken. Hi, everybody. We've got a lot of fun stories to tell you uh, tonight. Oh, yeah. And last but not least, I, I didn't see him on Sunday when I was there because he was so busy running around doing things and being on all kinds of panels and interviews and everything else. Uh, you know him from his syndicated show, Every Little Thing, 
uh, things we said today, the Beatles podcast that he does, and on YouTube, the Ken Michaels Radio. That says it all. Ken Michaels. Hey, Ken. <laughs> hey, Joe. Hey, Tom. Hey, Kit. Have we uh, recovered? Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too far a trip for me, but, you know, to start off. <laughs> I, needed a week off with... I needed a week off from that weekend. Yeah. You know? No kidding. Yeah. All of yeah, us. Yeah, right? Yeah. That was something. Then, of course, troubles I've heard with flights and things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Getting there was, was interesting. Yeah, getting there sucked, but, uh, you know. <laughs> We got there after delayed flights and then, you know, and booking cars, you know, well, luckily we, we all made it. So, and we all made it there safely. So that, yes, I guess indeed. that's the important thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was worth it, Tom, in the yes. end, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll get into that. Um, I'll tell you, as, as I was saying at the beginning, you know, I had hotel reservations for all three uh, day, uh, nights, days, whatever. I was going to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then at the last minute I had to cancel. It was work-related stuff. I even thought I wasn't going to be able to be there Sunday. And then close to the last minute, I was able to snag Sunday. So at least I made it there. I, I really regret that I wasn't able to take place, uh, take part in what took place with which is Lawrence Juber uh, being interviewed by the uh the host here of talk more talk i wanted to do that that was on saturday had it been sunday maybe i could have done it and of course we'll get into all of that as well um wow lots to talk about so much so i don't know where to begin why don't we begin with some uh, surprises some hmm. goodies that maybe we picked up uh some of us at the fest <laughs> Uh, okay, let's see. Kick, what do you got? You're, you're itching to show some stuff. That you All picked right, up. let me pick this up. Well, this is a piece of memorabilia I have wanted to get for so long. I might have to turn off my background. Well, maybe not. Oh, you got it. <laughs> I got it. The here, let me let me turn my background off so I can I can fully show this off. Okay, let's see here. Choose virtual background, none. Okay, here we go. So this is, I have wanted to get the tray <laughs> for so long. Classic okay? tray. You don't understand. I have been, I remember the first book I ever got, you know, as, as a Beatle fan, and it was one that had all the, you know, memorabilia and all. And I saw this tray and uh, on Sunday, went into the marketplace and a dealer had one in good condition and a decent price. So at hmm. long last <laughs> i got it nah. i got it so uh so i'm i'm really excited there it's really it, and it's heavier than i expected i was expecting yeah. <laughs> it to you know be kind of flimsier but it's nice nice mm. quality congratulations well whatever your servants serve you queen make <laughs> sure they use the beetles tray to put all your drinks on and all your snacks and all our rum punches really will go on it? that tray that's right <laughs> the rum punch. on the beach the right. rum punches oh, okay. will be served on this i'm, I'm right. just so excited finally got it uh and then i got a couple of books um this one and i know uh tom you spoke to her too um this is a book by uh debbie greenberg uh, Cavern Club, The Inside Story. She actually sat next to me. Her table was next to me. And um, what a fascinating yes. woman she is. Her family owned the Cavern, uh, Cavern Club for a time. Yep. And I actually think we may have to 
break our rule about, you know, only solo stuff, we may have to have her on because okay. the story she told about seeing the Beatles in the Cavern Club, yeah. like when they came back from Hamburg, just incredible. I mean, you know, and she talked about the atmosphere mm-hmm. uh, in the club and like, and yes, it did smell that bad. <laughs> <laughs> did the wall um, sweat? It, yes, one hundred percent true, and, but that was part of its charm, you know. I mean, yeah. that's that's it, and uh, and just the nicest, nicest person. Yep. Um. Yep. And uh, and so I, of course, had to get the book. I can't wait to dive into this. So I got that, and uh, finally, uh, Jim Birkenstadt. Oh yes. Yes. Um. He, of course, wrote the Beatles Who Vanished. Uh, which was a really fascinating book. Uh, of course, I'm sure many of you know it about uh, Jimmy Nichols, uh, uh, Jimmy Nichol and, and, you know, how, you know, whatever happened to him. Well, um, the rock and roll detective is back and uh, he, this is his new book, Mysteries in the Music, Case Closed. And uh, he's investigated many more mysteries of, uh, of rock. And I, again, can't wait to dive into this as well. Um, and uh, the way he does research, I'm yeah. sure that he has. Lewis-esque, Lewis-esque. Lewis-esque, exactly. Yes. When he gets on the case, yes, he does not stop until it's solved. So, um, <laughs> and he's a great guy. I've known him for a long time. And so yeah. I was really excited to pick this up. So, uh, so those are, those are my main purchases uh, from this fest. All right. Uh, Ken, did you pick up anything uh, this, this year or you not have uh, time? I really didn't have time, but usually um, I'm not that much into memorabilia at all. I like looking at it, but I never felt like I had to own any of this stuff. Um, You know, I've always been more about the music than anything else. I'm always interested in all the books that come out. And usually whenever I hear about a new one, I try to get a copy through the publisher. So um, and then I usually do a promotion behind it. So all these books, you know, Jim Birkin said I interviewed when the Jimmy Nickel book came Mm -hmm. out. He's great interview. So um, and certainly the woman about the cavern. I'd love to read about that. Mm -hmm. So I'll see if I can work that into my promotions and all and try to get her on this show or maybe things we said today but um because of the fact that usually whenever i go to the fest i'm on the main floor i'm either in the main ballroom watching all the interviews or i'm on a panel or i'm talking to fans on the main floor i i regret not having gone to the ninth floor which is where all the authors were um just didn't have time yeah. This weekend, right. from all the activities, and as I say, that's one of the things that's frustrating about mm-hmm. about the fest is that there's so many things going on simultaneously, and um, you know, in most cases, I want to go to more than one thing, but you can only choose one. Yep. And um, you know, it was you know an action-packed fest like it always is every single time. But you know, I really don't. In the early years, I used to buy stuff from uh, where the memorabilia was. And um, although I didn't really buy memorabilia, what I consider memorabilia, I was always trying to hunt down recordings, rarities, maybe even bootlegs at the time. Um, But it's been a long time since I've done that because I kind of feel like I have everything that I need. And for anything new that comes out, like books or whatever, I try to get them myself, you know, through the publishing company or through the authors. So. Sorry if that's okay. disappointing to some. Well, I, just, I wasn't. I wasn't sure if you had anything. Well, I understand for yeah. sure. Like I say, not to be repetitive, but when I was there Sunday, 
you were so busy on the main floor. I mean, I, I didn't even see you to see you anywhere. But yeah. um, I'm going to leave Tom for last because I know he's going to have probably the most to show. Um, I'm just guessing. Uh, for me, <laughs> for me, I actually, uh, I, you know, on my channel, Mean Mr. Mayo, plug, plug. Uh, I, I've done videos where I've kind of showed what I got. I didn't get a lot, though, this particular year because I was only there one day. But I'll show a couple of items. Uh, first, this album that I've wanted for a long time. I even, I've even passed it up at the last fest, which was probably 2019, maybe before that. And it's the Louise Harrison album, uh, All About the Beatles. Questions All About the Beatles answered by Louise Harrison Caldwell. And uh, I'm thinking maybe of changing my name to Sam because <laughs> it's autographed to Sam from Lou, <laughs> Lou Harrison. So this is going to be an interesting listen. I've never had this and I've never heard this before. Yeah, that's going to be good. Um, I picked up. Oh. Um, I know Tom did as well. I'm going to let him, t you know, sh go into detail if you like. But I did get Terry Crane's book, which I wanted for a long, long time. Great book. Um, these yep. days, when it comes to books, I'm so much into reference books. Uh, you know, like, kind of like this, where you want to. It's wonderful. You know, I've been referring to it <laughs> since I got it. Yeah. Looking up stuff uh, that I need to get. I'll always need Beatles stuff. But the, probably the most special thing this is the last for me that I got. That means a lot to me, of course. Is and I don't know if everyone's lucky enough to have one. It's a. <laughs> A tote bag. <laughs> <laughs> I never got that one. I, yes, nor am I. Yes. Oh yeah, gosh. this is the latest and one. I'm always promoting her tote bag behind me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, there it is. There it is. You see it hanging up? <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you, kid. I, I don't want to leave out uh, acknowledging Tom for a favor that I really appreciate. He, he brought... A, a cassette tape for me with him of give my regards to Broad Street because right over there, or moving out of the way so you can see the Paul display. I bought oh, that yes. at the last, I think it was the last fest I went to also, 2019 or 18. And it did not have the cassette tape, wrong side. You can barely see it unless you have a big screen. But uh, Tom brought me the, an extra cassette tape that he had of it. And I was able to plug it right in there for the display. So thanks, Tom. I appreciate you're, that. You're welcome. And now we have a 45 minutes of. I'm gonna go left, quick. I like. swear. I swear. <laughs> I'm not even gonna show everything. I'm just gonna show the stuff that I was really excited about. One, I never got the All Together Now book. Um, oh. So I picked that up from from Wally and and Walter. I'm sorry, Walter and Harry. And I didn't realize Wally was gonna be there. Um, so no long, no sooner than. 10 minutes after I bought this book, I went down to uh, to watch one of the panels and then there walked in Wally. So I, <laughs> I had him I had him sign it for me. So nice. um, so that was good. And, and you know, Tom, Tom, to this day, that might be the first Beatle book I ever had. When I, was I believe like, it. Yeah, wow. I, 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 I've heard that from a lot. of. People. I still grab for that, like right. even with the Internet, I always go for the book when right. I'm looking for like orders of release and things like that. Right. I always grab the book. It was pioneer. Yes, no doubt about it. Absolutely. And then speaking the of book right. that I have in my Beatles collection. <laughs> wow. And speaking of pioneers, you know, I was really excited when I heard Lewison was going to be back. So naturally I brought my copy of tune in and I had him, uh, 
there we go. I had him sign it uh, for me as awesome. well. So great that was guy. great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Terry Cranes, you know, Joe showed his book. You got that uh, there. You know, I actually brought the one item that he has in the book, the uh, the Paul McCartney bubble bath uh, bottle, which, you know, my, you know, Kittle Tool was so uh, gracious to tell me about at the Blue Village Vinyl that I yep. ended up buying it. But yeah, I'm, we're going to, he's going to be a future guest on Two Legs uh, as well. And uh, I tell you, I fell, absolutely fell in love with Debbie Greenberg. She's yes. an absolutely beautiful, adorable smart woman and uh can't wait to tell uh hear more stories that she has about uh being a part of the cavern i think she said she saw what 192 times or something yeah. like that uh, at, yeah. Real. right so um, but who's counting yeah who's counting yeah. <laughs> yeah uh real quick just the, the the vinyl that i was really happy with uh there was only two record store day items that i didn't get so i've picked up the ram mono uh that came out back in 2012 um in 2013 i believe this one came out and this was the 12 inch of maybe i'm amazed uh this has the stereo and mono uh on there um ken and kit will like this pretty little head this is the 12 inch uh <laughs> nice. um so okay. i like that song yeah um <laughs> it was funny you know you know my you know my co-host andy was there and thank you andy for everything you did you yeah, we, it was just had a great time hanging out with you. He knew I wanted a, a, all the best UK uh, version. And so I was getting ready to go on the collector's panel and he said, came running in and he said, Tom, Tom, there's uh, someone's got the UK, uh, all the best out there. So I said, handed them the money. I said, look it over. If it's in good condition, get it. And so it was in really good condition. So actually this was part, I made this part of the collector's panel um, as that was going on. So thank cool. you, Andy. But Which which one did I help you get that time? The U.S.? Yeah, the U.S. Right, yes, yes, yeah, the U.S. Right. version. So thank you, Joe. And then uh, lastly, the most important thing that I was looking for while I was there was was driving rain on vinyl. And um, and there it was. There it is. But you had so, you had mm. chaos and creation in the backyard, but you ended up not leaving with it. Yeah, yeah, I ended up not leaving with it. They had it. Yeah. You know, a lot of people talk about how much the, the market has shrunk over the years. And, and yeah. I and I get that. But I can tell you from being the first time there, they had every rare thing I was looking for. Um, and, wow. was, un yeah. and unfortunately wasn't able to buy all of it, but, but, you know, you know, Andy found a great uh, Brazilian 12 inch single of uh, once upon a long ago. Um, that's very rare. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, very cool. And like I said, it might not have been big quantity, but the quality was there. And that was what also, I was going to bring up yeah. next. You know, for, for a lot of people who talk about yeah. this kind of stuff. Oh, that's yeah. great. I wish and if this, I would have saw that first, yeah. it would have been gone. Yeah. And this is a promotional piece <laughs> that uh, from from Starbucks from when, when Paul was on the Here Now label. Oh, sure. Um, so this was yep. on the, all the windows uh, in Starbucks. So Very he had cool. this and. Uh, I wasn't going to leave without this either, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, I, you know, I found some other little goodies, but again, I don't want to make this an hour's worth. Of well, and watch, and, watch the two legs. Right? Yeah, two yeah, legs. yeah. Yes. Uh, Andy and I, I did a, a, yeah. Andy and I did a uh, things we bought yesterday and today uh, video up a couple days ago and we showed everything that we uh, picked up and a George Harrison shirt. I needed a George yeah. shirt and I finally got Ooh. a George Harrison shirt. So well, that's, yeah. that's my, that's my George. I got the yeah. same shirt. So we'll have to, yeah. have to get another one. So we don't, right. <laughs> otherwise, you know, I'm not going out of this house right. until he takes that shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> they wearing the same exact, exact shirt. Right. 
You know what I mean? Can I say but, one uh, thing seriously. about uh, Terry right. Crane? Yeah. Because, um, you know, it's one of the things I love about going to the fest is that there's so many people that we see in name only who write to us as fans and also authors that, you know, up until recently, until Things We Said Today was also a video program, I only spoke to them and it was an audio interview. I didn't see the person, but I got to meet Terry Crane and his book is really wonderful. Even yes. though I'm not into collecting memorabilia, I like reading about it. And it's got everything that was released in the United States from right. 1964 through 66. And he gave me a great interview a few years ago when the book first came out. Mm -hmm. And that's on my website in case anybody wants to hear it. So you learn a lot from, I mean, he really knows his right. stuff. Right. And, um, and he got a really good question. He got a really good question during the collector's panel about whether somebody asked whether or not they thought that, um, uh brian epstein screwed over the beatles or, or scott screwed with the mm -hmm. you know with the with the percentage that he got um right. you know with all of these uh you know items and uh he gave it a really good answer so but that we'll have him on and we'll talk about that again on two legs as well so cool yeah. well what i like uh, is that the dealer's room every time we talk about a lot of us fans who have been there buying items the dealer's room we always say it used to be tremendous. You could almost get lost in the dealer's room. Right. Back when I went, 1981 was my first fest, you know. And, uh, boy, you could spend forever in there. Yes. And now it's so tiny, re relatively speaking. Um, you know, but now you have the Internet. A lot of people sell over the Internet and stuff like that. We didn't have any Internet back then. But what I like about this particular weekend that passed is that Tom, as he said, he had he had what he wanted. He all, everything he wanted, it was there, even though it might be kind of smaller than we were used to. Tom had nothing really to go by; it's his first right. fest, and he yeah. couldn't gauge it any other way. But yet, he right. had a great time. Yeah, and he wound up buying a lot of good stuff. I wish yeah. I wish I had a Fitbit on because I would have loved to have seen how many steps I got for that whole weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, you know, the guests, there were a lot of guests there. I'll name, you know, Lawrence Juber, right. Billy J. Kramer, uh, Don Daneman of The Circle. Right. Uh, Greg Bissonette, that uh, a lot of people will know, uh, participated in Ringo's All-Star Band tours, uh, you know, his career. Uh, Peter Jackson and Michael Lindsay Hogg together virtually. Uh, and Chris O'Dell, you know. We can we can we can get into some of this. Uh, I don't even really know where to begin. Mark Lewison, of course, uh, doing his uh, Beatles in India mm -hmm. presentation. Did anybody get to see that? The Beatles Small, in India. I, a good chunk of the first one. Yeah. yeah. And it was really yeah. interesting because there's a lot of footage there that I've yeah. never seen before. Yeah. yeah. That he uncovered. Mm -hmm. And I'm uh, just curious as to why he's so heavily into this right now i mean obviously he's doing the research for his books but he's in two documentaries now on the beatles in india i was gonna the say one that just came out and the paul saltzman one so um you know i guess while he's doing the research but to do a presentation like this which takes a ton of work you mm -hmm. know to set up all the clips that he shows it was really wonderful yeah. You know, I think that's I wish he would tour with something like this, but then well, I don't want to take him away from right. the book. That's well, that's right. what he said about doing that tour. Was it last year? Um, yeah. You know, he's he's got to make money, you know, as well. I mean, he's he's yeah, he gets, a, you know, some money from writing the tune in books. But, you know, obviously, mm. he's, I'm sure he wants to, you know, to make more money while he's at it. And sure. I got a theory that he's writing both. I'm right. I got a theory. He's writing two and three at the same time. 
um yeah. you know just to get you know get two out maybe in two years or whatever and then three part three won't be so long afterwards yeah well yeah. whatever he learns about even the last few years what would right. be in volume three he's going to take all that information now mm -hmm. yeah, yeah exactly you know yeah. whatever he can get yes so agreed absolutely uh, okay we i was uh, uh, talking about uh, peter jackson and michael lindsey hogg being there together and wasn't that a kind of a late idea that they had uh, for michael lindsey hogg to join him i didn't remember them announcing that right away well let me just say that 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 event which was so incredible on sunday with the two of them appearing together virtually um the peter jackson part was the result of Mark Lapidos asking me to write to Peter Jackson to see if he'd be interested in doing something by Zoom. And I did write to him, didn't hear back. Darren DeVivo from Things We Said Today wrote, and then all of a sudden he, he was interested. And so um, we knew, I think it was a couple of weeks before the fest that Peter Jackson was gonna be there. And I know that Mark also was trying to get Michael Lindsay Hogg. Mm -hmm. But we only found out, I think, the day before the fest that Michael was going to be a part of it. Wow. And originally, um, the plan was, when it was just Peter Jackson, for it to be one hour long. Uh, it was going to be me and Darren asking questions along with Tom Franjone from the Sirius XM channel and Ken Dashow from Q104, who hosts Breakfast with the Beatles here in New York City. And we were going to ask questions for 45 minutes. The last 15 minutes, we were going to take questions from the audience. But once Michael Lindsay Hogg came on board and he wanted to join in, we thought the last 15 minutes would be, you know, Michael and Peter. And then they started talking. Right. And you and couldn't talking, stop them. And talking. And ta <laughs> talking. <laughs> and the best thing we could do was just yeah, not shut say up. anything. Yeah. Not yeah. say a word. Yeah. Let those two guys talk. And they went on for like 45 minutes, I think. The whole thing lasted an hour and a half. Yeah. And um, we didn't want it to stop. In fact, Mark right. Lapidos had to cut them off and then he got booed <laughs> in the audience <laughs> for doing yeah. that. So wow. it was quite an event, but we didn't know about Michael Lindsay Hogg until like the day before. Wow. Wow. Well, so, yeah. it, it, it was, I mean, well, first of all, the, the first part of it, uh, it was, you know, such a treat. And I was just so, I, I was cheering you on from the audience, yep. you know, I was, I was yeah. like, what are you guys up there, you know, interviewing Peter Jackson? I mean, I know this wasn't the first time, you know, right. obviously, it's but still, still uh yeah but still uh i mean i, I was just so thrilled for you to, to be up there doing that and uh um i i think the most exciting moment of that part was when he started talking about um uh, and and it was the question you asked ken about mm. you know the the uh you know software he has and so forth right. and he think now. about using it uh for other projects and yep. he talked about the star club tapes right, yes. right. And that, um, you know, he's thought about taking a couple of songs, you know, using his technology to clean up the sound and all, and then approaching Apple and that maybe if they liked what they heard, that they let him work on the rest. And then when he said to the audience, so if you guys have any ideas about tracks you'd like me to work right. on, I mean, I think there was a collective gasp from the audience like you know are yeah. you for real <laughs> sure we'd love to help you i mean it was i mean the the, the thought of of him working on the star club tapes i mean <laughs> it's, it's incredible well and yeah it's, 
it's not just that. I mean, after a while, once he showed us in the interview that we did on Things We Said Today, this new technology, which is called Mal, was named after right. Mal Evans Mal as Evans. a tribute. Yeah. But it's a way of isolating all the tracks. And they had to take the tracks from Twickenham, which was mono on film, and isolate the instrumentation there and even the studio chatter. I mean, the reason why you're hearing them talk at all in Twickenham, very often, because they knew they were bugged. <laughs> yeah. uh, they were playing the guitar as they were talking so that that would cover up what they were saying. Right. But with this new technology, you can hear it more clearer, including the cafeteria talk that John and Paul had in the documentary. So my mind started to race <laughs> with this technology. Yeah. I started to think, what about stuff that's already that, that you could either clean up, remix, take mono tracks, make them stereo, good good mixes of stereo, like the deck audition recordings, um, BBC recordings, the early recordings the Beatles did for EMI, where they didn't keep the original masters to make the the, the, the multi-tracks. Right. Um, and you had several instruments on individual tracks. If you can separate that, you can make better mixes. And I thought to myself, you could have a gold mine here. <laughs> it's not just the Star Club. Star Club comes to mind maybe they can do something with audience tapes that people had of Beatle concerts. Right. Who knows? You know, this is just a new technology now. There's actually a bootleg where I've heard a few tracks of the deck audition recordings that, that's been done in stereo. But if you use this technology, who knows how good it can sound? So I thought I would dress, address him about that. And yeah. um, glad to hear, you know, you know, please send a few tracks for the star club. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that was a wonderful moment. And then when uh, Michael Lindsay Hawk came on, I mean, just to, to sit there and hear two directors talk shop. I mean, that was phenomenal. And of course, talking shop about, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, let it be and get back. Um, the Ellen Klein discussion was particularly mm. interesting. Uh, you know, they, they, uh, you know, Peter Jackson asked um, Michael Lindsay Hogg about what he thought about Alan Klein. And, you know, of course, I think we were all expecting him to say, you know, what a horrible man he was and everything. And he didn't. Mm. Uh, Michael Lindsay Hogg actually had some fairly nice things to say about him. Wow. Yeah. Well, we, well, we know yeah. what Glenn Johns thought, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. But but he said he personally didn't have any you know bad dealings with him, and I think he said he's still friends with um, Alan Klein's daughter. Mm. I think that's what he said. And uh, I mean, he didn't say he was the best guy in the world, but that he said he was a family man, which I thought was right. interesting. Um, and uh, but I I was shocked. I thought you know I mean he painted this fairly decent picture of him. Mm -hmm. so that was a fascinating section but oh yeah i mean you just i think everybody just felt like this was such right. a special moment you right. know just we we're and all lucky to be there right he's then yeah. he's rambling on about you know if if the fact that he did get them to play in libya and then you know peter jackson's just going in his mind he's like okay now how would you do this how would you get them there how would you get this equipment there who would be in the audience how would you get them there? you know and he's just rambling <laughs> and, it, and it took finally took you know after two minutes of him just you know rambling on about this yeah, then, then he asked you know, how would you would have done this you know <laughs> and, and, then, you and know, that's when he said uh, well i'm more of an ideas guy. guy right yeah uh -huh. <laughs> so that, that was a great yeah. thing that was fun that was fun yeah absolutely you know we well, know peter jackson as the director of lord of the rings and now right. get back and everything and and here he is 
just acting like a fan, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and, you know, wanting to know and to learn from Michael Lindsay Hogg, you know, yep. it's, it's so nice to see how down to earth the man is, you know, he wants to learn like the rest of us. Yep. And, and just like, just for everybody to know, if you don't know yet, an extended edition is not up to him. It's up to Disney. So uh, yeah. he's not the person to to ask whether or not, or until they say yes, obviously. Yeah. But, but he, well, he is. He has. He's hoping. He himself is hoping. He's hopeful. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. He didn't talk about it. I'm. I'm wondering. Right. Yeah. Ken, did he? Was there like some kind of word before him? Don't ask him about that or anything like that. Not at all. No. no. Okay. I wanted to ask um, Michael Lindsay Hogg. You know, you hear rumors through the years. Why is it Let It Be has been out of print for so long? Right. Yeah. And um, what has he heard about it coming out? In fact, that was not covered in that interview in the ballroom there. But Darren DeVivo did a separate interview virtually with Michael Lindsay Hawk. And even though he doesn't know for sure whether or not Let It Be is going to come out, he said you know, he believes from what he's heard that it will be. Mm-hmm. And it is an, a vital part of history. Yep. It's yep. not like Get Back completely erases Let It Be. Exactly. And it doesn't matter anymore. You know, right. this is what we've had to rely on for 50 plus years. And, you know, the more uh, footage you see of the Beatles from that time, this is another under two hours of it. You add that to, to Get Back, you get more of a picture of the whole right. thing. And I think we had been kind of sort of unofficially promised that somewhere later on down the line right. you, they would yeah. release the original let it be right yeah. so that's what was said in the very beginning yeah. you know and i still believe that to be the case but whether it will come out with get back simultaneously or a separate release they can stretch it out you know right. as a separate release yeah who knows but um i believe it will come out mm-hmm. well let me ask you and talk a little, because I have to know this too, because as I, I said at the top of the show, you know, we were we were going to, all of us, uh, be on hand on Saturday to talk to Lawrence Juber. And because I wasn't able to make it, I, I feel bad about it, but I saw a lot of photos of you three very comfortably sitting there with LJ. <laughs> and I, I know that very shortly, uh, Kit, you're yep. going to have up the actual interview yes it's finally edited and done it will be up by tomorrow and uh, so so on this channel of course yep and without (laughs) spoiling too much of it now i'm just curious like what how'd you feel you know doing it i know ken you've talked to him so many times right already yeah over the years you know i first met him 40 years ago at a fest wow uh, in new jersey in 82 it's the first time i so I'm performing. Got an autograph, Tom. What What did you think? Uh, I, I know from, you've talked to him too, though. You've yeah, yeah, I talked to him several times as well. But uh, yeah. this was again, like you said, it was a casual, relaxing atmosphere, and I was really excited that you know a bunch of our our fans were able to come in the room with us and, and watch us do the interview as well. That was really exciting for me and um you know to see them get to you know a little behind the scenes kind of you know type thing of of of, you know what goes on with the interview but but he 
was he was very gracious with his time and gave some great answers and uh we know how excited kit was to <laughs> to get you know get her question you know in there and everything but uh, but yeah i mean it's you know he's so you know approachable i mean he's one of the one of or if not the most approachable person that's worked with paul uh really i mean he he doesn't shy away from from interviews which is great you know it's a really nice try. Yeah. Well, first of well, first of all, we missed you, Joe. I wish yeah. you know, we wish yeah. you could have been with us. But next <laughs> next year, next, next right. year, yeah. we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do it upright and and uh, so you know, but uh, but yeah, it, it really was a pleasure. And and those of you who are watching who were uh, there, uh, thank you so much for coming out and supporting us. It really meant a lot to us to have uh, you know some of our 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 you know, biggest listeners there in the room with us, uh, you know, it was really uh, just a great, great time. Um, you know, I had, I was the only one who had not interviewed him before and, uh, what a, what a gentleman, what a nice guy. Uh, mm. you know, he, he just, and he, what a memory he has too. Oh, you remember one, one of the better, one of the better memories of people that uh, I've interviewed. Yep. Un incredible. Yep. And I mean, I'm sure, you know, some of the questions we, he, we have, he's answered a number oh, of yeah. times, but you wouldn't have known it because, <laughs> uh, he, he just would go into detail and yes, he, he actually answered a couple of questions that I always wondered about one of them. Uh, I, I asked it and he had a great, I mean, he actually had a terrific answer for it that I think will, will surprise maybe some of you thought you knew the answer to, right. uh, to it. Uh -huh. um, and uh, then he had another answer about a lyric I, I always wondered about. Yeah. Um, so he had a theory about it. Um, but uh, but just a wonderful interview went by in about two seconds. I think mm -hmm. uh, I think you'll agree. I it went went by so fast. Right. Um, I mean, we could have gone on another hour. It, it, Absolutely, uh, it was just really great. And uh, you know, we have to thank him again, as you yep. said, Tom. Just just uh, so generous with his time. And uh, and I asked if he would, uh, you know, we'd love to have him back on the show. And he said anytime. So uh, hopefully, you know, we can get him back on here in the in the future because it was just uh, so fun, mm -hmm. really was. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to say that Lawrence Juber is a total joy to talk to. And yes. I've interviewed him so many times that unfortunately, I feel like I've asked him every single question <laughs> I could possibly think of. But then I also have to remember that not everyone has heard the interviews that I've done. Right. So the great thing about him and and the pros know how to do this they've been asked some of the same questions they make it sound like you know like it's the first time they've been asked the question and uh they're not bothered at all by it not everybody knows how lawrence got to be in wings for example right. um mm -hmm. but uh we covered a lot of ground obviously back to the egg yeah. the tv special tom brought up the unreleased songs from yep. that time uh what he remembered about it i know you wanted to bring up Goodnight tonight kit because it's yep. such a it's really a unique record, um, which even, you know, Lawrence has said to me on several occasions, it's not a disco record. <laughs> it's yeah, a thank dance God record. I, I didn't use the D word. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't use it. But when it comes to I love dance it, by the way. I love songs, it. I, oh, I love the song too. Great song. One of Paul's There's best no bass lines. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't think of another song that sounds like Goodnight Tonight. It's so unique as a recording and as a composition and the way that it was arranged and all that Spanish guitar stuff, yep. which, uh, you know, Kit, you brought up to Lawrence. Mm -hmm. 
yep. in the interview. And also we talked about the end of Wings and yep. um, Rock and Roll Hall know, of Fame. The, yeah, mm-hmm. and the McCartney 2 album. And was that a cause for concern when he right. heard that Paul was doing that? Like, right. you know, it, we packed a lot in one hour. We did. So, and um, Lawrence is definitely, as you said, one of the most approachable. Denny right. Sywell, I'd put in that category too. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Holly, if you get to know him. Mm-hmm. So uh, of the yeah. Wings members. So uh, yeah, it's always nice to talk to him. And um, and then I would certainly recommend to everyone, especially those people who are only now discovering what a great guitarist he is. The people who go and see him in the ballroom when he gives his mm-hmm. concert, they're just completely floored by what yeah. he can do. It's mainly Beatles that he does there, yeah. but he'll do a few um, original songs. He does Won't Get Fooled Again, the Who classic. Mm, that was and, um, amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, he's got a lot of albums yeah. to go through with a lot yeah, of I original have, stuff. I have four and, CDs of myself. And there's his latest right there. Yes, yep. and we talk yeah. a bit about that. Yeah, we talk a little bit about yep. this as well. So um, yeah. We talk a bit about his influences and, mm-hmm. and all the different styles he plays. I mean, just, uh, we, yeah, as you said, uh, Kim, we cover... Uh, wide wide range of of uh, subjects in this interview of course mainly focus on back to the egg but but we uh, talk about other things as well i think you'll all really enjoy it my memory work. of seeing lawrence right. for the first yeah. time in 82 in the ballroom was that he was promoting i think his album standard time right uh back then and he very much wanted to get into that people were asking him paul questions i remember him saying uh, you know, we have something going on after this, where if you have any in-depth questions of what it's like to work with Paul, I'll gladly answer them. But this here, you know, is kind of, you know, <laughs> I mean, not in a, you know, uh, in a, you know, in a pleasant way, that way that he has about him. Right. So right. I remember him playing a lot of good stuff. And then after a while, he just for a sneak, he played the bit from coming up. He starts playing coming up. Everybody's right. cheering. Yeah. Cheering. Yep. But uh, now, of course, now he seems like he's way more open to uh, you know as time goes on much like paul right. and ringo themselves right as time goes on right. they seem uh, more willing to right. embrace the beetle well connection. that's the thing is so you want that too but then you also want to give him the proper respect and yeah, allow absolutely. him allow him to talk about whatever it is that he has to promote as as well so and he talks about his, I, I, would, yeah. I, I would have asked him i would you know i would have probably asked him specifically a solo kind of question Right. Yeah. You know, his, oh, sure. You know, his regular yeah. career. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he talked yeah. a, quite a bit about all he's done in television and right. and about his and his yep. you know and his daughters. I mean, he's yeah. what a talented family he has. Sure. Just, uh, and wow. Don't forget his wife and Hope. Hope. Right. Yep. I, I, I still have a memory. Connection. Right. I was her talking about the Brady Bunch, and I could I have a good memory too. I can still see it. I go remember the episode where I got the frog on my head. She's saying she's talking about a driving movie, and she's got she gets a, a date with Greg or Peter, I think somebody. Mm. Anyway, and she's got the well, frog on her Greg. head. I, I think it's with Greg, and then Peter's in the yeah. back seat, or somebody's in the back seat. Oh um, man, yeah, so, good yeah. stuff. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, right. so that'll be fun when we get when I get to see it and hear yep, it. Yep, it'll uh, be great. I have a, I uh, just want to give a uh, Cherry Crane is in the comments, so hey. just want to oh. give a shout out. Okay, so. Terry. Hi, Terry. Hey, Terry. Yeah, great for being here. Just talking yeah. about you. Yeah, and if you find anything <laughs> good in there, you can. You, know, you can. If any questions, you can. You know, yep, and uh, Robert S. Uh, yep. Who was who was at the Lawrence Tuber interview? So. Yes. Uh, 
So thanks. And Beetle Brad was up here and, and we were talking about it before the show. Just want to mention that uh, there was like a, you know, and of course, Joe was part of it, a YouTuber summit in the, uh, <laughs> in the I love that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Street, uh, yep. Alan C. Records. Right. Robert Beetle Brad. Started the channel. Yep. Yep. and and it was just so great seeing you guys you know thanks to joe i've, I've gotten to know many of you and and uh it was just so great seeing you it was uh, just yeah, so was, much fun was, what a great blast. what a great community yeah i love being able to get together with everybody and uh you know uh i'm gonna work that in as we as, as i just uh, talk a little more about i was wondering like general impressions you know general impressions of this particular fest and some highlights maybe um, I wanted to start with you, Tom, being that it was your, your first, mm -hmm. and I know you had a good time. What what, oh, were, yeah. what were your general impressions? You know, what did you enjoy? Well, uh, highlights? Yeah, yeah well, I mean, again, you know, after going to the 2018 White Album Symposium, I was introduced to a lot of people that were going to be that are always at these fests. So that was great, getting to see everybody again after uh four years um of not seeing them so you know getting to see susan ryan jim ryan you know al sussman again and janet davis and obviously you know kit ken and you joe um you know all those people that i got to meet uh back in 2018 it was great to see them again so that was that right there is just, is a highlight uh for me um you know anytime i get to uh, get to chat with mark lewison is just is just a special moment it, it really is because the man is just a wealth of knowledge and you know just if we get a second i like to try to you know we like to try to pick his brain a little bit and you know hear anything that uh you know any info that he's willing to share is just is just a great great time that that lj concert uh, my god i mean when he did you know won't get fooled again i mean he blew the roof off the place that i mean it was spectacular that whole show was 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 great obviously the peter jackson thing you know i being on panels can get a for me can get a little addictive i i like it <laughs> i like it yeah i was you gonna I was, I, that's where i was going with right. that there were a couple yeah. of panels yeah that i was yeah. hoping i could have been on them you right. know if it would have worked right. out next year with you. yeah next year uh, one of them you were on two two one of them right. was about beetles collecting yeah collecting right? beetle yeah collecting beetles um and that was great that was with terry crane ethan alexanian and pierce hemmingson so, i mean so that was a great time we got to talk about you know what we like to collect and you know just collecting in general um and susan ryan did a great job uh well yeah susan i think did that one that yeah. uh, hosting that panel and then you know the the media panel with with kit and, and ken and um rob leonard and ethan again and skylar mooney and uh and darren devivo uh that was a great time as well you know just uh, for me, you know, just, again, just being a fan and being on that panel with uh, with all you guys was was again. It was just a moment that I'll always remember. You know. And, yeah, you, I just read your well, first fest and you're on the yeah. panel already. I've been waiting right. to get on a panel for like <laughs> yeah. forty years. You started with a bang, Tom. Yeah. So yeah. Again, and it, you know, yeah, and I, and I definitely want to give a special thank you to to Janet Davis, who I'm going to be doing a, a separate video. Um, she was gracious enough to to give me a few items that she McCartney items that she collected over the years. A lot of stuff that came from the club sandwich, uh, um, you know, paper. And wow. um, again, you know, it was just an amazing gesture on her part. Uh, just a wonderful thing. Like I said, I'll do a separate video on that. Um, but again, it was it was just seeing everybody and. Then 
then, you know, having the luck at the marketplace too, didn't, uh, you know, <laughs> didn't hurt either, but, um, but yeah, but, you know, hanging out to you, interviewing uh, Mark, I mean, uh, Lawrence Juber was, was great as well. The whole weekend was, was just a spectacular highlight. Yeah, you know. uh, went to hear that. You know, and for me, it was such a pleasure. And I mean this, you know, sincerely, getting to meet you, Tom, finally right. in the flesh, yeah, and Andy, exactly, your partner yeah. over on two yeah. legs. Because I, you know, I, I've met uh, Ken and and Kit before, and you know, my friends on YouTube. But this, uh, I was especially looking forward to meeting you and right. uh, seeing you and Andy together. Yeah. And that was great that I had a chance to do that. Yeah, you know, he uh, he was a great host. And, uh, you know, on Monday, he took me, or, you know, to record small record stores. So. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was great. It was great. So thank you, Andy, you know, as well. And you almost made it to Strawberry Fields. Well, we passed the Dakota because I had to excuse myself Sunday during that last uh, panel. Yeah. We went to go see uh, Steve Hackett, who used to be the guitar player for Genesis. You know, he's had a really good solo career and just an amazing guitar. So, yeah, we went into the city for that. We passed the Dakota, uh, which was just really strange, you know, and just the, you know, a moment that I just don't know how to describe, but, um, but yeah, but the, but the going into the city and seeing a, a concert there at the Beacon theater was, was special as well. Is this your first time uh, in the area, New York, New Jersey? Anyway, I've been in upstate New York, uh, but never, um, um, you know, in Manhattan or anything like that. So. Oh, very nice. All right. Uh, uh, Kit, what uh, general impressions of this fest 2022 so That's far and highlights for you? Yeah, I mean, this this was a really special one. I mean, I, I've you know been to many fests, but this one was just so special because, you know, it was the first one a couple of years. And I will never take for granted, you know, being with people in person again. Right. I mean, yeah. it just was yeah, so right good yeah it was just so good to see everybody and to see live music i mean oh my god that felt good um sunday night sunday night concert see this is why i mean tom you've got to come next right. next year for all of it i'll be there i'll be there. really i mean the sunday night concert i didn't get to see all of it uh but uh but seeing you know all the guests jamming with with liverpool right. and um you know, they did a, just an incredible version of Slow Down and, and just so many great, great songs. And then, you know, the tradition that all the guests come up on stage, everybody right. comes up with the band to sing Hey Jude at the end of the night. You know, sure, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just the tradition, but oh man, I mean, it just meant so much more this year because it's just, that's, you know, all, that's always like the grand highlight. You know, you get to see uh, celebrities jamming with Liverpool. Yep. Best band. It's you know, exactly house band, if you will. Yep. And I remember he said about Hey Jude, they always close it off with Hey Jude. Exactly. Right? And I re and the weekend. And I remember one time I went to Mark Lewis and you know, everybody gets up there, everybody is together and it's, I don't that was surreal. <laughs> seeing Mark Lewis in one of the last yep, exactly get up there yep. he's singing na 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 Yeah, exactly. And you if know, if you're guest you get to get up to there it. and do it. Right. And it's it's just so yeah. much fun. I mean it, it was so great. Um as I mentioned I loved seeing all the, the YouTubers. I mean some some I'd met before some you know it's funny like you were just saying Joe like you and Tom met for the first time. I'm just like oh yeah you haven't met yeah. in person because there's so many yeah. like Andy, did, yeah. I met I met yeah. Andy for the first time in person, and it never occurred to me until about a week before. Like that's right, I've never I've never met him in person because it just you know yeah. when you're online so much you kind of forget right. that you've never met in person. I mean, I, right. So you, you, I got you, to, you were saying that 
Younger people too. You said you, you noticed yes. a lot of younger. You seem like was, young people. Yeah, there seemed to be a lot of of younger people there, which I was I was very happy to see. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like like twenties, thirties, some teenagers. I mean, it was you know that I was really excited to to see. Oh, before I forget, while I'm saying younger people, um, even Alexanian yeah. uh, was there, and uh, great to see him there. And um, he has a new episode of his podcast up. Fans on the run where he interviews mark lewison yeah. uh he got to got to interview him at the fest so uh so the inner uh the episode just went up i think it was yesterday or today i mean like very very recently so go check that out um uh, it's like this is this was his dream come true as as i'm sure anybody can imagine so uh so go check that out but yeah ethan was there skylar moody who yeah. um you know is on tiktok um right. you know this is the next the next generation yeah, you know and it's generation. wonderful yeah. wonderful to see yeah. um, and i got to i got to meet ethan myself and we had yeah. a nice little oh that's talk. right you were the yeah. next uh, person you know wow he's tall yeah. <laughs> he's gotten taller right. since the last time i saw yeah. him yeah oh, i saw him well, yeah, I saw him when he yeah. was like 16 something like right. that so. and, he, and he he said to me he said you know he wanted to see if i said, yeah you don't you don't wear a wig he was looking he said it's really your hair i said yeah it's my hair i remember <laughs> i thought you were wearing a wig once yeah so one time i i combed my hair down like yeah because you comb your hair down that's right but it was a wig so, oh my but, god yeah. that's so funny uh yeah as you said uh seeing mark lewis and yeah we got to chat for a bit and that was uh that was great but yeah just seeing seeing you know good friends and and you know seeing you guys i mean you know after so long um and and just having so many people come up and i think all of us we were all talking about this before the show just having people come up to you and saying yeah they like what you do they appreciate what you do i mean that just means the world to 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 me exactly and and i just i that just pulled me over and and you know, I can't, uh, I, I just can't thank everybody enough. You know, everybody who came up to my table and those who bought my books, as somebody pointed out in the comments earlier, I sold out. It's a sellout. I'm a sellout <laughs> and I'm proud to say it. If anybody's lis- listening out there, I have to say it. You know, there was a comment by somebody, I don't know if he's, he's probably not watching. And he said, kid is a sellout. And I thought, oh, what was he saying a horrible thing like that for? You know, then I and th- so I removed the comment, but then I realized, oh, he means in my video, Kit. I was interviewing Kit, and she said I sold out. I sold the book. You know, I sold all the books. That's all he meant was that she sold, she sold all her books. Yeah, that's all. I've sold out to uh, the man. Yeah. So I misunderstood. I'm sorry, Ken. I wanted to get you in there. If uh, if uh, you you how you feel, probably the same. General impressions. 2022 first. It was fantastic. I, I can't say it was the best one because I've been to so many really great ones. Oh, sure. mm-hmm. I've seen some of the most spectacular moments in the Fest history. Okay. You know, in seeing the 70s, Peter and Gordon did you go to the together. 70s ones too? I okay. did. Um, I never seem to remember if I was at the first one. I was either yeah. at the first one in 74 or in 75, but I've been to most of them since. And there's so many great guests from, you know, Billy Preston to Doris Troy, Peter and Gordon. You know, there's a lot of great people that they've had there as guests, but um, certainly it was very special to have Peter Jackson and Michael Lindsay Hogg and together. I mean, that was magic. And again, you have to be grateful for what you can do technology wise these days. Some of us take this for granted when you Mm -hmm. can just interview people 
from New Zealand, 16 hours difference, you know, and uh, and then bring up Michael Lindsay Hogg in upstate New York at the same time and we're watching them together. I mean, that was magic. But um, I want to echo those words that you were saying there, Kit, because what really touched me over the weekend was the number of people that came up to us telling us how much they enjoy our show. Yeah. But even more than that, how many of you watch several of our shows mm -hmm. and just how grateful we are for that. I mean, we know there's a flood of Beatle podcasts out there <laughs> and a lot of very good ones. Yes. So to me, I always think if you take an hour out of your week, and sometimes it's a lot longer, um, to listen to what we do, how much more flattered can you be? Yeah. And then a lot of people are saying they, they watch two shows or three shows. Right. They watch things we said today in Two Legs and Us, mm -hmm. right. you know, yeah. and Joe. Yeah. And maybe oh, my sure. channel. So yeah. you can't ask for more than that. I mean, to know yeah. that we matter that much to people, that really touched me. And some people remembered me from back when I was on New Jersey radio. Yeah. Um, and that meant a lot to me. <laughs> right there, Joe. Yeah, Joe there wasn't listening. <laughs> but um, there were so many magical moments. And I have to tip my hat off to Darren DeVivo, who not only, and, and I, I have to emphasize this, was really key in getting Peter Jackson to be there as a guest. But he did a lot of heavy, heavy hitting throughout the weekend. He did a lot yeah. of interviews on stage in the right. ballroom. Yes, he, he did, did a private interview I mentioned before with Michael Lindsay Hogg that was shown virtually. And I, I'm not sure I have to find out if any of this stuff that was done virtually can be seen later on. It would be great for people to watch this. This hour with yeah. Michael Lindsay Hogg was wonderful, giving his whole history leading up to Let It Be. Um, and uh, he also interviewed Chris O'Dell in the main ballroom. He did an interview with Chris and Billy J. Kramer together. Um, and, uh, you know, he did quite a lot over the weekend. So between all that, Mark Lewison's two presentations, it was split up, part one and part two over the weekend, yep. seeing a lot of footage of the Beatles in India I never saw before, learning more about that whole experience and how important that, that played a part in Beatles history. That was great. Um, and also, you mentioned the concert at the end with Liverpool and the guests. You know, I got such a big kick out of Billy J. Kramer being there on stage, and he's been there many times with Liverpool. But Lawrence Juber is playing the lead guitar parts on Billy's hits from the 60s. Yeah. You know, you're so used to seeing Lawrence playing his stuff and Beatles music, but not, you know, backing up someone like that. And you, if you know Billy's hits from the 60s, the Lennon-McCartney stuff, here's Lawrence copying those licks. And yeah. to have Greg Bissonette back oh. up, everybody. What a great drummer. Oh, and explaining incredible. what makes Ringo a great drummer. You need more of that out there. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a magical thing through the years seeing Liverpool not only perform just as Liverpool, but backing up all the special guests that are there through the years. Right. And I love I've loved talking to Glenn Burtnick about this yeah. um, and John Marjavi from from Liverpool and, uh, you know, backing up someone like Ronnie Spector several years ago, which yeah. was fantastic. And Peter and Gordon. I keep bringing up Peter and Gordon. But um, <laughs> yeah, there was there's a lot of magical moments there. But um, apart from all the interviews that I saw and I enjoyed the panel, the media panel that I was on with you, Kit and Tom. Um, and to have a lot of younger people represented like Ethan Alexanian and Skylar mm. Moody. Yeah. Um, the only thing about that, that panel, it kind of depresses me is that 
nobody talks about radio anymore. Mm. It's all about yeah. podcasting these days. Right. And it makes me feel like a dinosaur, you know, because <laughs> no, that's my whole, not. you know, it started out with radio and I'm still working in radio right. plus doing the podcasting. But um, it's all about how important podcasts are now. How do you make a living from it? What kind of future do you see? What, do you have to specialize in what you do? You know, how important it is to keep putting out product every week or every two weeks, you know, all that. And, and Wally is, is the perfect yeah. moderator yeah. for that. So, um, you know, I enjoyed doing that because I was with all those people there on the panel and learning more about podcasting from their perspective. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot about the past. There's a lot about the future, you know, and I like the fact that, that the fest embraces all these people who are part of bringing you Beatles programs, whether it's radio or podcasts or whatever, right. YouTube channels, whatever you call it. So that's, that's very important to me. And, uh, you know, meeting the fans. I spent probably half my time there talking mm. to fans of, of our shows, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and yeah, just getting absolutely. feedback from them. I really right. enjoy that. And then I got messages from people who said they were too shy to come up to us. And yeah. I'm like, come <laughs> on, next time. Yeah, get that yeah, too we don't bite. yeah, we don't bite. You know? <laughs> they said, I saw you at the Paul McCartney yeah. show in Met, at MetLife Stadium yeah. the last time. I didn't want to, I didn't want to bother you. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. yeah. Bother me. Yeah, friendly bunch. You're not bothering me, by the way. I I also want to give a shout out to the Apple Jam stage because my uh, the authors' tables are right, you know, right right. around there. There were some great, great acts this year. Uh, Magical Mystery Girls. Want to give them a particular shout out. They were fantastic. I mean, I had I had heard of them for a long time. I know you know a couple of members, but I just never heard a lot of their sets. Wow. I mean, they were fantastic. I mean, I would, I would go see them in concert. I mean, they, they did a phenomenal job. Uh, there was another act that I had to leave uh, in the Mulder set to, to go to see Peter Jackson. I felt bad they were in that slot because, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people left during. Um, and I, I didn't know, I, I didn't catch what their name was, but they were doing jazz arrangements mm. of, uh, of Beatles stuff and really good you know, really good arrangements. Um, you know, uh, Scott Erickson did yep. a number of sets. He did an incredible version of Wanderlust that I really enjoyed. Um, and, uh, just got a, num- yep, I got it too. Yep. Yes, indeed. Got his yeah. EP. Yep. Um, just a number of, of excellent acts, um, yep. that, uh, that performed there this year and, uh, you know, thoroughly enjoyed it. Just great hearing all these different takes of, of Beatles and, and solo songs. So wanted to give them a shout out. Also wanted to give a, shouts out to um roland who uh was manning the virtual hub room he helped us a great deal with all the the uh, technical stuff with the streaming and uh and andy uh andy nichols who is helping us with the post-production of uh, of our uh lawrence Huber interview which as i said will be up tomorrow and and uh andy has been working all week on this so andy thank you so much for, for all of your help with this. I can't mm. thank you enough. By the way, just want to say, Magical Mystery Girls, they're doing a concert in New York City at the Cunning Room. Yes. And they're going to be doing um, the rooftop concert and I guess nice. Let It Be music. Mm-hmm. So that's coming soon. Yes, so, go. Yeah. Go. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, am, I am a fan. I have become a fan. I mean, after hearing them, they are excellent. They passed the audition then, huh? They passed the audition <laughs> with flying colors. I mean, I am I am a converted fan. 
<laughs> they were fan- oh, wow. they were terrific. Yeah. And one one of the girls actually just won a prize off my website for my That's weekly trivia. Just oh, perfect, perfect timing, huh? Awesome. Yeah. So Wow. All right. Well, some night I really thanks everybody in the comments. I'm like glancing through the comments here and I love nice comments. So thank you, everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can I just say uh, something about Lawrence's CD? Yeah. Because sure. this one that we showed before, it's called yeah. Select Blends. Mm-hmm. And during the pandemic on Lawrence's Facebook page, he did something called Tea Time with Lawrence Juber. And yeah. five days a week, live from his home yep. in Los Angeles, he gave a mini concert, usually four or five songs. So he picked 16 songs from his performances and it, it includes Within You, Without You, does mm-hmm. a version of that. And he also does Jealous Guy on there yep. from Monkeys fans, Pleasant Valley Sunday. This is his new one. You can uh, go to Lawrence's website, lawrencehuber.com mm-hmm. to find out more, but this is his latest. You'll always be pleased with Lawrence's amazing guitar work and, MacArthur, and MacArthur Park I mean how can you go wrong yeah. with that you know wow I've there's a complicated song yes yep. I loved his tea time uh, sessions oh they, they were they, great they got uh, got us through the pandemic you know mm-hmm. I mean it was mm-hmm. uh really uh, those those uh, the lockdown uh, times it was really right. great to see really nice of them to do that hmm well, okay. uh, any any other thoughts? Because this has been a lot of fun. I think we really pretty much covered everything. Yeah. Been, uh, I just want to make sure we don't forget to say happy birthday to Julian Lennon. Oh, oh yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Today he 59. is 59 years old, believe it or not. Wow. And yeah. he just released two brand new songs, which you can listen to online. One is called Every Little Moment. Moment. <laughs> They were going to say thing. Uh, yeah. I was hoping it was. Maybe <laughs> oh, be a force of habit. Yeah. And uh, the other song is called Freedom. That's not Ooh, a false song. That sounds familiar. Go Aries. Yeah. Aries are the best. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's true. Right? And uh, also, we released a cover of Imagine. Um, yeah. Yes. Which, uh, yeah. Yeah. On it's with, for uh, Ukraine. For yeah. The, for the fight Ukraine. in Ukraine. Yep. That's also on YouTube to check yes. it out. So. All right. Well, are we going to do the usual wrap up with information or kit? You know where you know where to find. And also, oh, sure. we're going to have another our regular. This was like kind of a special extra show, a special that we're doing, But we're going to have our regular show on the eighteenth. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Eighteenth, we'll nine p.m. Eastern, as always, right here. So uh, hope you'll uh, join us then. But until then, of course, as always, you can reach us um, right here. Of course, find us on our YouTube page. You can find us on virtually any podcasting platform uh, you can find. Uh, you can uh, reach us via Twitter uh, at TalkMoreTalk1, the number one. You can uh, email us at TalkMoreSoloTalk at gmail.com. As always, we welcome your feedback, any ideas of uh, future topics you would like to see. Uh, you can also find us on our uh, website, talkmoretalk.com. And we are also on Facebook. Um, and uh, you can find us over just Talk More Talk, a solo Beatles video cast. And of course, right here on this channel, please subscribe and 
smash that like button. Yes. And <laughs> as the kids Tom, say, did you get to a, did you get to a thousand yet, Tom? I was just going to say Almost. that we we are we we are, we hit one thousand subscribers today. Yeah. All, all right. right. Thank you, everybody that has subscribed, and now you can all unsubscribe. <laughs> we oh, hit the goal. No. <laughs> I'm teasing. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, but thank you to everybody out there that has subscribed, and more importantly, watched our show. We really appreciate. it awesome congratulations yeah. so all right everybody well uh i guess uh so uh i'll just i, I don't know if you do you want to say what you're going to be up to lately yeah. or do you want to say yeah, the next mean, show um tomorrow tomorrow we post our new episode uh two le on the two legs youtube channel and we've got ken michaels joining us uh this time oh. and uh we do part two of our series called a friend like you where we talk about all the songs that Paul has worked on, uh, on other people's, other musicians' records or, or soundtracks or compilations. Uh, so that was right. a lot of fun. We, we talk about the 80s and 90s. And uh, yeah, in a good time, we do, a, we do our top 10 of, of the, that chunk. I think we talked about 36 songs and then we, you know, we, 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 uh, we did our top 10 from that 36. And it was a lot of fun just talking and recognizing those songs because a lot of time those kind of songs, they get lost in the mix. Um, so it's, I, you know, I always feel it's important to, you know, tell everybody about those songs that they may have missed. Um, and then hopefully they'll check them out. So thank you, okay. Ken. What's, what's going oh, on? Thank you, Tom. It was a blast doing that show. Yeah. Kind of interesting in a way, because just today I discovered through a friend of mine that the demo Yes. Part of the demo of right. one of the songs that yes. we discussed. Yes, that's right. Is now on YouTube. Should I even say right, yeah. the song? Yes, go ahead. Yes. Attention. 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 Yeah. I heard yes. it. I heard the clip. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for sending that to me, Joe. Yeah. yeah. And uh what did you say about that clip? Uh I thought it sounded a little bit better because Paul's singing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it was but, nice to hear that. It yeah. was but it was interesting. Um, you know, it was, it was interesting. Um, you know, it was cool because then we also got to hear the one track, uh, was it a couple years ago that, uh, came up, uh, that was Paul had, had given to Ringo for the time takes time album. Was it, um, do you remember? The oh yeah. Yeah. Track? Yeah. What was it called? Um, All this time. Uh, nah, yeah. Unfortunately don't remember the name of the track, but it was, that yeah. went out for auction too. And I, and so, and I think this is going up for auction. Okay. Yeah, it is. Mm. Yeah. That one is. I wish I heard the whole demo, yeah, though. Exactly. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. What's going on with you, the queen of all books? What's going on? <laughs> well, um, not not uh, too much. It's uh, uh, pretty soon I'm going to be on uh, with Plastic EP. We'll be back with our greatest shows of the 60s. We're going to be talking about the Adams Family pretty soon. <laughs> One of my favorites. Indeed, we're just uh, figuring out our, our times yet, so just uh, check out my uh, Facebook page, and I will let you know when we are going to be doing that show. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, by tomorrow, our interview with Lawrence Juber should be up on this channel, so, uh, so stay tuned. Watch this space. Hmm. Okay. What's going on, Ken? Uh... More interviews are coming your way on my, my YouTube channel, Ken Michaels Radio. If you can, please subscribe. I'm at uh, around 860 oh. subscribers. Let's keep it going. Love to get it up to 1,000. Yes, and we'll be so there quick. To, yeah. yeah um, thanks to all the new subscribers and those who have been with me since the beginning. And things we said today, we should have a new show up next week, I hope. We haven't discussed it yet. I think Darren is still in a coma. 
<laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. They'll, they'll, you know, every couple of weeks there's a new show of things we said right. today. And as always, um, there's my website, kenmichaelsradio.com. Beatles trivia every week where you can win one out of 10 prizes and just go to the Beatles trivia page. Loads of interviews from the past that are on there that you should check out from some of the people that, I, that we mentioned here, Lawrence Juber, Terry Crane, a lot of people. So if you can check that out, KenMichaelsRadio.com. And every little thing, I'm working on my next show, which will have a back to nature Beatles Ooh. set in time oh. for Earth Day. Nice. So um, there's a page on my website for every little thing, which lists all the radio stations that carry the show. And uh, when they air them with links to their websites, so you can stream them. So uh, that's keeping me busy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Always. Trouble. Always. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, that hits it in the head right now. And I got to say, everybody, that it's been a lot of fun. And uh, on behalf of uh, uh, Kid O'Toole and Tom Agnati, Ken Michaels, I'm Joe Mayo. And I got to say, uh, when it comes to the Fest for Beatles fans, I'm all for it. I'm a Beatles fan, too. <laughs> <laughs> Take See care. Peace and love. Bye. Bye. Talk. 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 Talk.